0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. I like uh, to wish you all a very blessed and happy new Coptic year. And the reading of today is from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 4, in which the Lord was reading from the book of Isaiah, And he read this passage, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he has anointed me to preach the Spirit of the Lord, to to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives, and recovery of the sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed, to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. So, the Church should the church show this passage so we can think and reflect about the acceptable year of the Lord. Acceptable year of the Lord is the era of our Lord Jesus Christ in which He came to reconcile us with God the Father, to redeem us, to die on the cross, to save us, to rise from the dead in order to abolish the power of death. This is the acceptable year of the Lord, which is the new covenant, the year of the new covenant. But in our life, how to make this new year an acceptable year before God? how to make it an acceptable year before God. Number one, we need to know that only the Lord Jesus Christ is the only being who is accepted before God the Father. As the Lord the Father testified about his son twice on the day of baptism, and on the day of transfiguration when he said, this is my beloved son in whom I am pleased, in whom I am well pleased. He is the only one who accepted before the father because he is the only one who is holy. He is the only one who is separated from sinners. In him there was no guile no sin found in him. He is the only one who fulfilled the will of the Father. He is the only one who obeyed the Father unto death. He is the only one who uh, fulfilled the whole requirement of the law. That's why the only accepted one before God the Father, is the Lord Jesus Christ. But God in His love, He gave privilege to all of us who are sinners and rejected because of our sins and because of our disobedience. He told us, if you accept Christ and you abide in Him, then you will be accepted before me before the father as we read in john chapter one all those who accepted him he gave them authority to be the children of god so when we believe the lord jesus christ when we believe in him and we are united with him he came to be our bridegroom So when we accept Him and be in union with Him, we'll be one in in Him. So anything we do will be accepted in Jesus before God the Father. And that's why the Lord came and fulfilled all the requirements of the law. He prayed so that when we pray, our prayers will be accepted before the Father's through the prayer of Jesus. He fasted so that when we fast, our fasting will be accepted through the Father, uh, before the Father through Jesus Christ. He did charitable deeds so that when we do charitable deeds, we'll be accepted before the Father in Jesus Christ. So, if we want to be accepted before the Fathers, we need to. Abide in the Son, be united in Him, and He united in us. That's why you heard it today in the Pauline letter from 2 Corinthians chapter 5. St. Paul said, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. So when you abide in Christ and you accept Him, you are a new creation. The old man, the corrupted man, is gone. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Now all things are of God, God the Father, who has reconciled us to himself through Jesus Christ. So God the Father reconciled us to himself, accepted us again to himself through Jesus Christ and has given us the ministry of reconciliation. That is, the God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself. So, God the Father, in Christ, reconciled us to himself, accepted us again, not imputing their trespasses to them, and has committed to us the word of reconciliation. So, St. Paul said, we are ambassadors for christ as though god were pleading through us we implore you on christ's behalf be reconciled to god so in order actually to be accepted before god the father you need to be reconciled you need to be one you need to be united you need to be abiding in the lord jesus christ and thus You will be accepted before God the Father. But what separates me from the Lord Jesus Christ? All of us we believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. All of us we were baptized. But what separates me from the Lord Jesus Christ? Because if I am separated from the Lord Jesus Christ then I'm not accepted before God the Father. Definitely, if we disobey the commandment of God, if we drift away from His commandments. So, anytime we drift away from the commandment of God, or we follow our own will, not the will of the Father, and we disobey God and His commandments, then we are separated from the Lord Jesus Christ. That's why we need to repent and return back, because through repentance, we are reconciled again with the Lord Jesus Christ and we will find acceptance. So in order to be acceptable before God the Father, we need to walk in all the commandments of God. God. And if we break any commandment, we need to repent immediately and instantly so that we'll be reconciled in Christ, and in Christ we will have acceptance before God the Father. Tomorrow, we will commemorate uh, St. John the Baptist on the second day of Jude. And it's written about his parents, Zachariah and Elizabeth that they they were walking in all the commandments of God without blame, blameless. They were walking in all the commandments of God. So we need actually to keep the commandments of God in our hearts and thus we can walk before him blamelessly. Uh, And what is the commandment of God? We can summarize the commandment of God in one word, which is love. Love the Lord your God and love your neighbor as yourself. That's why you heard it today in the Catholic letter from the first epistle of St. John. He who loves his brother abides in light and there is no cause of stumbling in him. But he who hates his brother is in darkness and walks in darkness and does not know where he is going because darkness has blinded his eyes. God is light. When we love one another and we love God, we will be walking in light. But if we don't love one another and if we don't love God, then we are walking in darkness and there is no fellowship between light and darkness. When we walk in darkness, we separate yourself from God, and thus we are not accepted before God the Fathers. Also, what makes us accepted before God is the charitable deeds, chari- the works of mercy. Uh, when. One of the lawyers asked the Lord Jesus Christ, what is the greatest commandment in the scripture? And the Lord told him, love the Lord your God and love your neighbor as yourself. So this lawyer asked the Lord Jesus Christ, who is my neighbor? And the Lord gave him the parable of the good Samaritan. The good Samaritan who was able to see the needs of the others and to be moved with compassion, and to extend his hand in a merciful deed with the other, although he was his enemy, because there there was enmity between the Jews and the Samaritan. Then the Lord said to the lawyer, do this and you will live. Do this and you will live. So in order to be accepted before God the Father, we need to have merciful and charitable deeds, even with our enemies, like the good Samaritan. And the definition of mercy is the ability to see the needs of others, and to be moved with compassion in your heart, and to extend your hand to help the other, even if they are your enemies. This is actually the mercies that God actually that will make us acceptable before God the Father. Uh, That's why in Hosea chapter 6 verse 6 the Lord told us learn what do I need. I need mercy not a sacrifice. I need mercy not a sacrifice. That's what God needs from us to be merciful in order to be acceptable. The merciful acts and the charitable deeds is considered an acceptable sacrifice before the Lord. And the last point, we should not actually touch what is unclean. As we, we read in 2 Corinthians chapter 6 from verse 14 to 18 uh, don't touch unclean so I will accept you meaning what? meaning we should not participate in the works of darkness we as the children of God we are separate from the rest of the world we are called out from the rest of the world By the way, the word "ekklesia" means called out. So God called us out of the world. He told us, you are not of the world. St. Paul said, do not be conformed to the children of the world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind. Unfortunately, under the pressure of the society around us, many of us, we want to, be, uh, to, to, to con- be conformed to the world, to look like the children of the world. And in this way, actually, we will not be accepted before God the Father. In order to be accepted before God the Father, we need to be separate. The word consecration or holy means to separate. When we say we will consecrate this church, means we separate this church from the rest of the world to be a dwelling place for God. That's the word holy or consecration means. In, 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 in the same way, we were consecrated in baptism to be separate from the rest of the world. And thus, we will be uh, children of God, holy. But if we are conforming and we uh, look like the children of the world and imitate them actually we will not be the children of God the Father. That's why the church shows to us the, uh, from the book of Acts chapter 17 the story of the people in Athens. Uh, we read about the people in Athens Uh, for all the Athenians and the foreigners who were there, spent their time in nothing else but either to tell or to hear some new thing. So the people there just spent their time in hearing new things. And if they liked it, they will do it, regardless if it is right or wrong. If they don't like it, they will dismiss it. That is how they spend their time. And when St. Paul actually started to preach to them about God and about Jesus Christ and his resurrection, they did not like it. That's why when they heard of the resurrection of the dead, some mocked, while others said, we will hear you again on this matter. We don't have time now for you. Just to go, we'll hear you again. And, and St. Paul departed from them. So, the people in Athens, instead of keeping themselves separate from the world and listen to the word of God that can transform them and change them and uh, help them to uh, attain their eternal salvation, no, they spend their time in looking for what's new and just imitate the children of the world, but we, the children of God, we should not uh, do like this. So while we are starting the New Coptic year, the church is telling us, do you want to have this year, acceptable year uh, to the Lord? You need to abide to the Lord Jesus Christ, because he is the only one accepted before God the Father. You need to walk in His commandments, especially the commandment of love, because the whole Bible can be summarized in in love. Also, you need to be merciful and to do charitable deeds. God will accept the merciful because He will have mercy on them. Blessed are the merciful because they shall obtain mercy. And you need to be separate from the world. You need to be. Separate. You are not of the world. You we are heavenly citizens. We once we are baptized, we acquire the citizenship of heaven. So now we are just ambassadors. We are visitors. We are strangers here. We are sojourners here. We don't have a remaining city here on earth. We know our heaven, our home, our citizenship is in heaven. So, our sojourners here, who are in a journey going back to our eternal home. So, we are praying with King David, saying in the book of Psalms, You will bless the crown of the year because of your goodness, and your plains shall be filled with fatness. Rejoice in God our helper. Shout aloud the God of Jacob. Rejoice in him because. He made through the new covenant that our time is the acceptable year of the Lord in which after we were rejected and we were exiled from the paradise of joy, now we are reconciled and now we are restored back to our eternal home and glory be to God forever and ever. Amen.